The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check it out. Welcome back to another episode of the, you know the fuck what, <laughs> it be your own co-host, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the Crown of Color Podcast, presented to you by the CSPN, I hate your ass, I'm sorry, y'all, <laughs> presented to you by the CSPN, we keep that in too, don't edit that out, classic, um, I want half of your host, Jeremy, AKA Black Dante on Twitter, AKA Black Panther, AKA um, Stir Fry is the Summer Jam, um, AKA uh, Don't Be Wildin' on Air Green's Internet. And as always, I'm joined by my partner in crime and my friend and co host. Yo, what's going on, people? This is Bianca, the uh, your favorite podcaster's favorite trans woman, AKA Tall Bianca XO on Twitter, AKA. Um, please tell your tall auntie that she can still wear heels around me, and don't worry, it's not gay unless she wants it to be. Um, and yeah, that's all I had as far as introductions go. So, hello, welcome, hi. Yes, yes. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Um, number one fifty nine. Like, wow, we are. I know, right? We are really doing this. We got a, a whole century and a year and a week. Like, we we are doing it big. No right. And by century, I don't mean actual number of years. I mean like a century counting like one hundred counts as a century. No, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Like whenever, just, making, just making sure that the listeners don't try to hit me with some stack of month jokes. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is one of the. That's why. That's why we can't um, get rid of Twitter because every now and then they will give us jams like that. Shit will forever be funny. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you for everyone that's um, coming back. Uh, thank you for everyone that's just joining us. Um, thank you for listening to this Catfish Dinner in the form of a podcast. Um, you can find our podcast on our network website, cspn.us, and click that podcast tab. Click Crown and Collars. And listen to all 159 of these episodes of this um, country um, ratchetness and social commentary. Um, and if you like what we got to say, um, you can leave a comment on the episode on the episode page on the website, you can rate it on the uh, episode page website. Um, you can l- listen to all of the shows on the CSPN. Um, if you like all of our content on our network, uh, you can help us out in a major way and go to that Keep Our Podcast Free tab and shop with all of our many sponsors that our boss man and head um, nigga in charge, uh, Classic, um, aka Jamal has provided for us and for you the consumer and if you shot with our sponsors through our website um every purchase you make a small portion will go to him um it's, it's of no extra cost to you and all it does is keep the bandwidth free and keep the lights on and make sure the bills paid and all that ceo shit that classic do behind the scenes so he can keep all of these wonderful shows free and you will not have to pay to listen to my um antebellum ass Sound like a um, pig wrapped in a blanket that uh, has a cigar and is playing spades, drinking some Palmer Sun. So, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I know, right? That, that was a lot, but I feel it's accurate and it's fine. It's fine. Uh, so, yeah, um, and individually, you can help us out by leaving us reviews and ratings, however you listen to your podcast, through your podcast listening device. Um, the biggest medium um, is still um, iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever the fuck they're calling themselves these days. Um, but you can also leave it through various other ways. You can leave comments on the SoundCloud, SoundCloud links. Um, you can leave us um, a review in Google Play um, Podcasts or Google, Google Podcasts um, and um, also Stitcher. And I have a review for us on Stitcher, on the first review on Stitcher that we've ever had. Um, and it is, I will read it as follows. It is from Sadidi Snack. Um, and it was five days ago. Um, a fave amongst faves. Hey, Jeremy and Bianca. Long time listener, first time Stitcher reviewer. Y'all are legitimate sugar honey iced tea. A soothing soft. A much needed voice of humor and intelligence in these last days. Child, don't we know it. <laughs> Get your house in order. Uh, keep on giving us the best that you've got. Five stars. Uh, thank you. Hell thank yeah. You. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Um, I know y'all mostly tuning in this podcast to uh, listen to Bianca. Y'all know y'all don't be Shit, yeah. No, the fuck they ain't. That might have been true long ago. Um, the only but I don't know who's here truly for, for me in that sense. I mean, I guess it's good to have a woman on the show. And I think this place doesn't need a woman's touch, to be fair. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I agree. It's fine. And, uh, at, you know, I guess in, in the way that, you know, we're progressing and moving forward and being more... Um, I guess, generous or kind or not complete shitheads to trans people. Um, I'm appreciative all the same. Um, semicolon, however. Um, <laughs> ain't nobody checking for me. That's why, I, that's why I keep advertising myself to y'all on TV. So ain't nobody checking for me. So. <laughs> um, seriously, though, thank you for the review and thank you all for the support. Um, and we kind of, not to tour on home, but we're older in these podcasts and streets. I mean, what? Going on what three going on four years now, and 159 episodes and counting. Like Nick niggas is old. Niggas is old. But um I love it. Um and I love what we've done and we're gonna continue to be out here. So um yeah. So with that said, um let's start the show and give them um some of this human and intelligence. Um we have to start on a somber note. Um it was reported that uh, earlier this morning, um Actually, like, early, early this morning, because I saw this shit, like, at 1 o'clock, because my ass, my sleeping panel's all fucked up. But uh, Craig Mack has passed. Yeah, and, I saw that. 46 years young. Like, that's yeah. wild to me. Like, my yeah. older brother would be 42 later this year. Yeah. Um, reportedly um, died of heart failure. Um, mm. But, yeah, 46 years young, man. Um, that is, yeah, like I said, that's wild. You know what I mean? Like, cause at first, like, like I said, I saw shit like at one o'clock or some shit. I'm thinking it's one of those those pranks, cause you know on Twitter we kill Twitter kills celebrities like every two months. You know, I thought it was one of those things. But when I saw or, or re-kill somebody every three or four months, exactly. Right, 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 right. So I thought it was one of those things, but when I saw multiple outlets co- confirming the shit, I was like, and then uh, the sta- like statements from the family and shit, I was like, holy shit. So yeah, rest in peace, uh, Craig Mac. I know everybody should have played the uh, Flavor and Year remix at least at least uh, twice today. Um, if you didn't, yeah, I let it rip once. I might have another play in me today. Um, right. I mean, once one time for Craig Mac. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's only fair. I mean it's only right. Rest rest in peace. Uh, I saw somebody yeah. make. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, you jump in. No, I was going to say, I saw, I saw somebody make the joke that everybody that did it untouched, he done outlived. <laughs> Which is messed up, but goddamn. Goddamn it. No. Oh, that, that did it. That that darn did it. But yeah, rest in peace, Craig Mack, man. What, peace, a, man. what a story at that. I mean, like, hey, we got a you know, guy out of Queens and, you know, had had the, the big hit. Oh, my God. Like, you know, Flavor Year was huge on its own, and we got the remix. Yep. Um, and then, to this day. And, and then the next thing you know, like Biggie Smalls pops. And, you know, that's one of the things about the rap game back then was like, you know, producers and like record label heads had just act after act after act ready to go, ready to get the next one boosted. And now these kids also do the stuff on their own, which is fine. But, um, you know, back then, man, it was like, shit, who else we got? Like, you know, Big passed and then, you know, Diddy went more like the R&B route. And he had, you know, G-Dap ready to go. And, and then he had uh, Loon ready to go. And he had all these guys just like ready, you know, who's next, who's next, who's next? And, um, you know, yeah, it sucks that, you know, hey, look, somebody else close to Diddy then passed away. Um, so, yeah, he was, God, he was young. You know? uh, they reported, you know, they said 46 or 47. Um, depends on what year he was born, I guess. I don't know. Um, but he died before his birthday in any event. So, I mean, 70 or 71 determined 46 or 47. But, yeah, young. Um, heart failure. Right. Um, but, yeah, um, I, and I think it's... Um, and, and you know, I know a lot of us, you know, some of these times when stuff like this happens, a lot of us get, well, not a lot of us, but some of us get, like, reactionary almost. Um, and, you know, thankfully I didn't see much, if any, head assery surrounding his death. But, you know, just um, black men, um, I do think it's never not a good time to um, say that we have to take our health seriously, um, go to the doctor. Um, it is not a sign of weakness, you know, get routine checkups and stuff. Make sure you're listening to your body. Um, uh, if you haven't listened, um, this one of my, um, close friends, well, really one of our, uh, close friends and, uh, podcast brethren, uh, Curtis, he was just recently in the hospital. Um, and if you listen to the latest episode of Gay Side Stories, he goes, he, um, talked about it a little bit, um, and just, taking care of yourself and taking care of your body and what he had to go through. Um, so, you know, just be proactive in your health of uh, black men. I think also, shoot, I saw some article today saying that, uh, I, and I think it was related to the to, to uh, Craig's uh, passing, um, that um, it, part of it was due to like a, 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 in a, a huge amount of stress. You know, he could have um, gotten hell for that, you know, and again, peace to uh, him, May he rest in peace in his family, you know, but uh, black men, you know, just take take good, take care of yourselves, take care of others, be good to yourselves and others, and sp- listen to your body. Get checked up. Go to the doctor, you know. Um, and I know it's not easy, you know, everybody doesn't have insurance and all this, that, and the third, but find, if you can help it, you know, find ways that you can get maybe some free help or just a, just a root of a checkup or something, you know, just something. Just prioritize yourself and your health because, you know, Four to six is very, very young to um, no longer be with us. But uh, peace to him and peace uh, to his family. Um, so, so moving. Okay, you know what? I think Flavor of India should be our opening music for the for this uh, episode. We can still Classic. close. With, uh, yes. Classic. Still this close is- five, but yes. Yes. Some kind of way. Put Flavor in here for, for the music for this episode. Classic. Put, uh, put his first verse. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Splash it up. Oh, some kind of way. So uh, with that, 
uh, we move, we uh, slightly transition uh, to someone that's, to someone, well, okay, so, <clears throat> so the Carters um, announced, um, shit, was it yesterday? Um, I think yeah, so, yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, 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 it was yesterday. The Carters announced yesterday that they, um, that on the run tour, on, on the run two is happening. So all y'all, I hope all of you had your Beyonce savings accounts in order. <laughs> I hope that y'all got y'all life um, to the queen announcing her her uh, part two of her tour featuring her husband. Um, <laughs> uh, but all jokes aside, though, um, th- listen, listen, let me tell you something. Jay Z and Beyonce stay into some coin. Like this, the shit is honestly amazing. These motherfuckers don't care about nobody's be nobody. They don't care that you got bills. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care that you got a mortgage. <laughs> they don't care that you got to put your children through school. <laughs> These niggas, like, look, y'all got some. Then it's tax season. These niggas, like, y'all got some extra money. Okay, so go ahead and give that to us. Um, <laughs> don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> um, and you're going to get this life, get your life to this two weeks about to go on. These niggas, listen, I, hey, it's a reason why these two motherfuckers are some of the. The, some of the greatest performers and artists of our generation, because these niggas stay to a goddamn check. And you know what? I applaud it. I applaud it. As a fan of both of them, I applaud it. I mean, yeah, I think the the most common gripe I saw was, "Damn it, B, you gotta bring him too." Yo, <laughs> yo, listen, let me tell you something. I listen, okay. <clears throat> I am. Listen, the jokes about y'all niggas not wanting Jay-Z to build that damn <laughs> Yo, I, everybody collectively was like, ain't nobody come to see you, Jay-Z. <laughs> Nigga, well, I mean, they're not wrong. I, listen, listen, let me tell you something. I was fucking screaming at work. I had tears in my eyes laughing at my desk at work. It's like everybody collectively... In general, collectively, was not here for Sean Carter coming in. <laughs> Yo, but for real though, like Jay Z, Jay Z is not the, my, my only like serious gripe, quote unquote, is Beyonce, baby, sweetie. Get make make sure they get his good side in these pictures, because Jesus Christ, it's like every picture Jay Z take is like he just had some bad coffee. <laughs> the nigga don't never look happy. Hey, you know, and you know how you know that face you make when you order from McDonald's and the fry and you get your order and the fries be cold. That be Jay Z. He, he always looked like he got the wrong order at McDonald's. Always. <laughs> like he got the like he got the wrong order, but then also like also has that look on his face like, um. Like in getting that wrong order, like the thing he wanted wasn't on the menu, so now he's got to like look at it all over again. Right, 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 right. He looked like that 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 dad studying the menu face. Yes, he looked Jay Z out in his picture. Oh yeah, oh y'all don't have any flavors. Oh, oh, right. Like he really wanted a flavor fish, oh. but he got he had to settle for the double quarter pounder. But then when he get the double quarter pounder, the fries cold. That's how Jay Z looked. <laughs> <laughs> And the shit is fucking hilarious, but goddamn, Beyonce, like when, when like when they take pictures, joint pictures, Beyonce gotta be like, look, it is not 
it's listen, it's gonna be easy for you to get my good side because I'm Beyonce. Make sure my nigga look okay because I'm tired of this nigga looking mad in every goddamn picture. <laughs> he, he just, he look, yo, he be looking like. He be looking like how 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 you look when someone you coming off of the exit and someone won't let you in on the interstate. That's how Jay Z looking every damn picture him and Beyonce take together, and the shit is fucking hilarious. But even if you just go ahead and Google right now and type in Jay Z twenty eighteen, oh, like this is a tremendous set of photos. Like even though like, he's smiling, it looks hopeless. He he, listen, he forever has permanent resting nigga face. That is Jay Z resting nigga face. That is Jay Z. Like how are you annoyed all of, like every time. He look annoyed as shit. Like, you know how, like, like when you was growing up and, like, you had to babysit your little cousins and shit because your auntie... Um, had to go to the store? Yeah, your auntie had to go to the store, so you had to babysit your little cousins and shit. And except, they, except, you know, she wasn't going to the damn store. Right, 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 right. And, and they wilding, and you just waiting she for her. Going, she was going to that appointment. She wasn't going to the store, though. Yeah, she was going to the store where they selling dick. That's what she was going. Oh, um, okay. That, bye. Uh, Thank y'all for listening to Chronicles episode one. <laughs> It's been a joy having y'all. I'm sorry we had to cut this episode short, but Jeremy is acting up, and he needs to be in timeout for a little bit. I don't feel like doing a monologue, so. <laughs> okay. That's all it. Right. Bye. Hitting in. That's it. Call over. Ooh. But but yes, but um, in all seriousness though, I didn't go. I didn't see. I didn't see any shows on the on the run tour. But I heard great things. I heard. Cause see, here's the thing. I think. See. <sighs> See, I named the title of this episode Nuance Negroes for a reason. Because I think... Because we're actually two people who fucking ever use nuance in discussing anything? Is that why you did it? Because that's a totally good idea. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, because I think, because people... I saw people taking the Jay-Z jokes literal. Oh. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw people taking... It's like... Okay, so it's 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 God, I, God, I hate saying this, but it's many sides to this. Okay, so it's like nobody is denying that Jay Z is talented. I don't think anybody with good sense is denying Jay Z's talent or his legacy or this that, and the third. I honestly think right, most, they could be fucked that nigga, but like he be having these balls though. Yeah, not nah, Beyonce. Every t- every song they own together, Beyonce watch him. It is <laughs> it is amazing, but um. Uh, they got them bars, but um, but yeah, I don't think it's kind of like th- this is where it's like for me, where it's like um, it's like, and I know you don't watch reality TV, but it's like love and hip hop, where somebody on love and hip hop or reality TV be doing clownery, and it becomes a running joke, and you know that's just what the fuck it is. Well, that's kind of how it is with Jay Z and his documented infidelities on Beyonce. Like it's a running joke that I'm, I mean that. He can't go on tour by himself no more because he cheated on Beyonce so so much. That's just a running joke, and I mean it's just is what it is. That doesn't mean Jay Z isn't talented or he's not one of the greatest entertainers we ever seen or greatest artists we ever seen. It's just that that nigga did some clownery, um, and and God bless them, they worked through it. That's that's great, but he gonna catch these jokes. I mean that's just what it is. It's literally just that. It's just jokes. Um, I don't think. For me, myself personally, I don't think um, I don't necessarily think that fans of Beyonce not forgiving Jay Z, quote unquote, isn't how do I say this? It doesn't really bother me because I don't think anybody with good sense or reasonable sense is like 
expecting like expecting something to happen to Jay-Z or that, you know, we anybody is trying to dictate how Beyonce lives her life or whatever. Like, I mean, it's pretty much established. Like, hey, she they he 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 mistreated her and it's well documented how he mistreated her. And some of her fans, well, a lot of her fans are still mad at that nigga. It's fine. I'm pretty sure she knows it, honestly. <laughs> um, and I'm, I don't know them personally, but I'm pretty sure she knows it. I'm pretty sure he knows it. I think he spoke to it, honestly, at one point, at one interview that I saw or read about. Um, and he, and it's just kind of is what it is. Like, I don't think it has to be um, a thing where people are making jokes about leaving Jay-Z home and, you know, that he, that Beyonce is that annoying friend that always bring her man around during girls night out or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't think it's any reflection um, on anybody's personal struggle or they quote unquote couldn't forgive the nigga that cheated on them or whatever. Or, you know, I don't think it's, you know, and I don't think, I don't think all the time it's projection. Of course, sometimes it's projection because, you know, we human and people, we project and that's how we get into our arguments on the internet. 90% of the goddamn time is projection and, you know, a, a whole bunch of arguing and fighting the first fussing over shit, but I don't think anybody is looking at Beyonce and Jay-Z's situation, anybody with sense anyway, as like a reflection of their lives and shit. It's just, we know that nigga cheated and I mean, glad that they worked through it, but that's something that most people, I would assume, wouldn't be able to and that's their right, just like it's Beyonce and Jay-Z's right to work through their shit. And those thoughts and ideals can coexist, and we can still crack these jokes about Beyonce leaving Jay Z home. And I, that's kind of all I got. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you said it all, really. Like, there's nothing for me to add. Um, like, it, it's it's not a commentary. Like, uh, like most simply, we can just boil it down to like where they are, like in their lives, the current ages. Like, Beyonce will be what 37 this year. I think so, yes. Except, yeah, she's three years older than me. Um, and Jay-Z will be 50 this year, if I remember right. So, Which is also why the nigga always look annoyed, because the nigga old as shit. <laughs> you know what? Anyway, yeah, but... um, You know what Jay-Z look like? Not to cut y'all. You know what Jay-Z look like? Jay-Z look like the <laughs> eldest deacon in the in the uh, congregation that's looking at uh, the the young the young cats uh, coming into the church with their pants sagging uh, sag and looking at them with disgust and disdain. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, so he's turning uh, forty nine this year, which I guess the takeaway there is never listen to Cameron about anything. Um, <laughs> Cameron had me thinking this nigga was in his like mid forties like ten years ago, but anyway. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of a, a a commentary on where they are in their lives, like in terms of like he's at this point where you know he's more or less plateaued. He's he's climbed the top of the mountain and he's looking around, going now what? And Beyonce still has like so much to give, and so like yeah, she's gonna be the the big draw. He's just gonna kind of be there. Um, and the reason for that is because like what are we gonna listen to Jay Z rap about at this point? Honestly, like you know, I, I was talking to someone about this the other day, and it was just like you realize that Jay Z was making albums at that time where, like, you needed your uncle, your favorite uncle, to buy your music for you because they would not sell you music that had the explicit warning uh, on it unless you were over the age, I think, 17 or 16, whatever it was. Um, yeah, that cool uncle who, I mean, you look at your cool uncle who's now, like, in his 50s, I'm sure, at least, and Jay-Z is right there along with him, um, being a cool uncle going into his 50s. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, honestly, your thirty-seven-year-old auntie is still definitely in the club. No, no question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's also the thing. Like, it's the thirty-seven-year-old. 
your auntie that can still club with you, but she won't bring her nigga along. It's like, B, girl, please. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's her nigga, she, and she loves him. I mean, God, God bless her, because... But I still enjoy Jay-Z as an artist, as a talent, as a performer, even though he's the old nigga. Um, and I honestly, I enjoy him as a father, not as a husband. That honestly, I leave up to Beyonce. I can say that it's fucked up what he put her through, but mm-hmm. that's also they marriage and they relationship. And I'm glad that they worked it out. But it's also another thing where it's like, nigga, yo, you, it took you till you was damn near 50 to realize, yeah, I should probably not treat my wife and my family any old kind of goddamn way. Like it took you that fucking long. Boy, and you just said why I never listened to 444. Moving on. You know what? Topic. You know what? I don't want the salt from ah! listeners to prevail here. Ah! And, uh, speaking of salt, uh, a good friend of ours, uh, Tiffany Haddish, who's actually not a good friend of ours, to be clear. Um, but is a she's, she's my friend in my head. Um, and we're going to talk about Tiffany, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I think it's hilarious. Tiffany Haddish has her own line of uh, Laurie seasoning salt out right now. And I think it's the most adorable, most hilarious thing that could have happened for her in this year of our Lord 2018. Speaking of somebody, uh, speaking of which, Beyonce on that on damn top off with that with that bar at, at, at Tiffany. Mm. Mm. Yeah, ooh, I, I still need to go listen to that by the way because I, I have not gotten around to it. I had a busy weekend, but mm. anyway, yeah, yeah I, I feel you. But um, but yeah, before we move on though, real quick, um, I I will say this. Um, B and J, please don't give us no damn joint album, please. Please don't give us no damn joint album, uh, because honestly, like we can just we can re- we can bask in the glory of Jay Z's old shit, and Beyonce will continue to be a force from now until the end of her days. But uh, we don't need no damn joint album for y'all. We don't need the we don't need the best of um of matching Grillmaster Sounders music. We don't need it. Please, we beg. I'm begging you. From the bottom of a country nigga's heart, please no joint album, please. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so Tiffany. Speaking of something that there's no sense of nuance. Um. Okay, so Tiffany, I'm pretty sure that pretty much everybody that's listening to this podcast uh, has seen like that Tiffany Haddish was the topic of the jewel over the weekend or whatever. Um. She people were talking about her, um, and she got on Twitter and searched her name and was replying to everybody and clapping back and all this and the third. And I, okay, here's the thing. Here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. I, in complete honesty and full disclosure, and completely being my my black ass natural self. I am, I've more or less kind of been indifferent to Tiffany, to be honest. Um, in some ways, she makes me laugh, and in some ways, she's kind of annoying to me. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not wishing for her downfall, the roof of her downfall, but I'm not going up for her either. You know what I mean? Like, for me, it's just kind of, yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, sometimes, like I say, sometimes she makes me laugh, sometimes, like, oh, okay, okay, girl, you're doing a lot right now. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I view Tiffany. 
Um, but I also understand that, you know, she's kind of the it girl right now, you know, the, the black girl we room for, you know, that everybody's room for. So I and there's a protection to that. Um, and I get it. I, I, I honestly do. And like I said, I'm not not rooting for her. I want her to, you know, win whatever. Um, root for everybody black um, with terms and conditions, obviously, because I'm not rooting for no goddamn Umar Johnson or the likes of them. So, you know, right. Or, or, or niggas like Farrakhan, fuck out of here. Uh, speaking of which, I've been seeing a lot of folks telling on themselves on Farrakhan. And, Ooh, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm. But anyway, that's another topic for another day. Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to torontes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member, and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. So here's, and I asked this question on Twitter. And first of all, let me thank everybody that engaged with the question that I had that I posed with some with some civility, um, and the conversations that I had with this with this question. Um, thank you for every. Uh, I think it was only like one chick that kind of came in my in my mention sideways, but I didn't give her the time of day, so it's kind of like yeah. But thank you for everybody that engaged with the question simply. So my question was, and it was it stemmed from the conversation surrounding about about Tiffany, but I kind of made it a general question. Um, but most of us, most of us know somebody in our lives, whether that's a friend, family member, coworker, whatever. Everybody know has somebody in their in their lives that is annoying is even some kind of behavior that annoys them whether that somebody is loud or obnoxious or um doesn't know you know when to turn on the turn on the theatrics and turn them off or just you know just something that gets on your nerves and usually we in our own personal lives we either um say that that person is annoying or you know love them from a distance or whatever but you know we acknowledge that they're annoying and they be extra and doing the most or whatever um so I asked the question, so why is it that when that applies to a black celebrity, um, people are not allowed to express like, hey, that, you know, I just kind of find this person extra or I don't really rock with that personality or that vibe or whatever or, you know, whatever they do and it not be deemed in respectability, you know, respectability politics or quote unquote showing out for white people or the white gays or whatever. That's um, black, man. That's why. Duh. And hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, and again, I thank you. To you ain't banking black. You not. You not. You don't got the black bank banking black. Bank black. Bank black. Oh, what? 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 Thank what? you. What? Yeah, that's my contribution. No. Um, thank you, Killer Mike, for all, all that you do. <laughs> oh, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Um, I don't know. I'm just like I don't. I don't like really traffic in the world of celebrity 
gossip or activity or existence um, all that often. Um, so this is when I kind of had to do some like backcombing on, and the, the sort of solution that I reached, or the, the consensus I reached on my own, so one person fire ass consensus was um, everything ain't gonna be for everyone, and that's okay. Yeah. And my ethos is, you know, if I don't like something, I tell the person who is contributing to the fact that I don't like it, which is usually just them. And when I do like something, I just tend to share that with people. Um, so I tell everyone. Well, not everyone, but I tell people about the things that I like. Um, but I tell the person doing the thing I don't like about the thing that I am not liking about them. Um, and with these celebrities, yeah, you know, back in 2009, Twitter, we would all talk to celebrities like the niggas read our mentions. Like they, they read their mentions and was like reading our messages and was like, oh, look. You know, Dweeb69 thinks that I'm trash because I had a three-pointer blocked or whatever. So that now has ruined my day. Like, that's not, like, that's not the case with select. Like, we don't have that accessibility we thought we did um, yeah. <laughs> back in those days. So, no, um, that leaves us with no real way to tell it. So what winds up happening is I'm shouting it. Um, and, like, you know, I look at Tiffany Haddish and I look at, like, you know, back when Marshawn Lynch, who I guess is the closest comparison for this, um, was doing his antics, and you know, there were the respectable Negroes who were like, Oh, like, why does he have to act like this? Why can't he just answer their questions? He knows what he signed, up. and it's like, he's not doing it because he doesn't want to. Like, that's, that's all you need to know. Um, and, and he's acting the way he does because that's what he wants to do. He's being true to himself, and you know, Tiffany Haddish is also being true to herself. And like, we celebrated that with Marshawn, we came around to it, um, we celebrated it in him, and um. Now we're, I guess, going to round into form and celebrate that in um, Tiffany. I sure hope so, anyway, um, because, like, yes, I'm cheering for everybody, but like, certain terms and conditions apply, and she's not in violation of anything I consider, like, celebration worthy. So, you know, maybe not perfect, maybe problematic in some ways, but, you know, all our favorites are trash. And so if you're going to zoom that far out, like, there's no point liking anybody. Like, I don't like me anymore in that case. I, I, uh, I hear that but at the same time, I just the discourse around it was just so because I, I feel because okay, so here's the thing I do agree. Like, if you thought if you liked Tiffany before, like she got in the room, quote unquote, I got the white gaze, quote unquote. Um, if you fucked with her then, but don't now because white people paying attention, I do, I do feel like that is some, um respectability shit. I do feel that is some old, you making us look bad in front of white folks shit. I do agree there. I do. Um, But I feel like if you just don't like that, you know, she kind of extra sometimes or that she loud or whatever, I don't... For me, it's hard for me to agree that that's wrapped up in what white folks think or respectability Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That's just hard for me, me to agree with. You know, now at the same time, I do understand that you know, being loud is something that's weaponized against black people, specifically black women. I understand that aspect of it too. So it's not like I'm dismissing it. It's just harder for me to like see the idea of somebody like it's like for me, I don't like this person or I don't necessarily rock with this person because they extra is completely different from I don't like this person because they being extra in front of these white folks and they need to conform. To me, those are totally two different things. But mm-hmm. I feel like in the midst of social media, because it's kind of a vacuum and shit, and especially like when it's someone we like, like, I mean, like a lot of people, 
I mean, we project, and I'm not saying that in a negative way of, you know, trying to, you know, I'm not saying that in slanderous way, but, you know, a lot of times we project. It's like the example that you said, a lot of people, specifically black men, we identify with Marshawn Lynch, and we projected ourselves into Marshawn Lynch, you know, same with black women. Like, right now, it's Tiffany Haddish, you know. Right now, Tiffany Haddish is an avatar for a lot of loud, you know, loud, you know, proud black women who are like, yeah, I'm loud and, you know, and 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 that's just how the fuck it is and you're going to deal and shit and I understand that. I do. Um, but in something that you said, you know, and nobody has to put up with your behavior. You know what I mean? Nobody has to accept that this is that way that you, you know, this is the way you are just because you black or just because you're a man or just because you're a woman and stuff. Now, again, like when you try to like like come for like, well, Tiffany shouldn't be in this role because she X Y Z da da da. She shouldn't do this X Y Z da da da. Or I don't want her to do X Y Z because she's doing it in white folks in front of white folks da da da. That's when you get me, and that's when I'm like, okay, yeah, they on some bullshit. They on some respect. They on some. You got to perform in front of these white folks type shit. I'm I'm with you there, but I just the 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 pushback for just the idea that hey, somebody just might not rock with a certain type of behavior. It's just. I, the way the conversation was had, and it wasn't really a conversation, it was just really a lot of people yelling at each other on social media, it's just kind of disappointing because you would think that you would be able to have proper discourse and shit, but I guess maybe that was asking too much. I don't know. I don't know. And then we get to belittling people, each other, because they have a difference of opinion where it's like, I don't find Tiffany funny. And then we get into the like, nigga, who are you? You nobody, you know, fuck you. Da, da, da. And it's like, does it really have to be that way, guys? You know what I mean? Like, and, vi- and vice versa, by the way. Like, you know, y'all think Tiffany funny. Y'all coons, da, 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 da. She ain't doing this. She a one flop, da, 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 and all that. It's like, does it really have to be that way, guys? Like, like is it is it no middle ground? Is it no nuance? Does it is it you know do do you have to disrespect the, the honor of my ancestors? You know just because just because we disagree or we have a difference of opinion over a celebrity that's searching their name like do, like what huh? Come on guys, I don't know. I I don't know. I just I wish we could have more fruitful conversations with nuance and proper discourse, but you know. Too much like right, in my opinion. But I overall, like like I said, I'm kind of indi- I'm pretty indifferent to Tiffany. Like I'm not rooting for her downfall, you know. But I don't necessarily go up for her. But I can see why people root for her and want her to win. And I can also see why people will be annoyed by her, some of her antics and shit. And that's okay. Like, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, a, it's okay. It's just you know, some people just swing the bat way too hard, like in expressing that. You know, like come yeah. on, like let's 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 be good people about this. Like it's okay to be annoyed by somebody. That's totally fine. Right, it's totally fine, and, and like I get it. I got again, like I do. I, it's it's layers and nuance to the shit, right? Because it's like I, I do understand, you know, the loud, angry black woman trope. You know, like we just went through this shit with Monique. You know, what I mean, like I do understand it being weaponized and shit against Tiffany. I'm not dismissive of that point. You know, what I mean, I just I think there is nuance and you, there's way to separate. Okay. I, you know, she just annoying, you know, and I would feel this way about anybody, you know, because I saw people bringing up Jennifer Lawrence. And first of all, I didn't know black folks hooked with Jennifer Lawrence like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I thought we was collectively good on Jennifer Lawrence. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I feel like if, you know, someone should be able to sort out, hey, I don't like this particular behavior, 
behavior, period. You know, whether it's a Tiffany Haddish, whether it's a Kevin Hart, which is the analogy that I use, because Kevin Hart is annoying as shit to me. I will get to a one reason why he's annoying as shit to me in a minute. But, <laughs> you know, he's annoying as shit to me, but I, that don't mean I don't want him to keep getting money and keep doing well. And, you know, the same with Tiffany. Like, some she annoying. Some of her ways are kind of annoying and childish to me, but that don't mean I want her to I don't want her to succeed and stuff, and I'm not rooting for her, and I'm not, you know, that doesn't mean I'm rooting for her downfall or whatever, you know, some of her antics, you know, you can just, I understand how people find them annoying, that's all, and that's okay, you know, but speaking of Kevin Hart, so, speaking of Kevin Hart, and it's hilarious that you say you didn't listen to 444, because I'm so goddamn tired of Kevin Hart telling us why he cheated on his wife, nigga, nigga, at this point, we don't care, leave it alone, we don't care that you cheated on your wife. Okay, and especially we don't care that you cheated on your wife when you're making yourself the goddamn victim. Mm. Uh, anyway, but this nigga, um, this nigga uh, was on the, uh, of of course the nigga will be on the on the Breakfast Club. Uh, this nigga, you know, gave an interview and he started talking about his personal life and how open and being open about him cheating. Um, this is a little quote. This is a little excerpt from it. <clears throat> That's Kevin Hart in his dumbest moments. That's not the finest hour of my life. But that said, you make your bed and lay in it. That was my fuck up. I rightfully stand in front of my fuck up, hands in the air. I'm guilty. Regardless of how it happened and why, what was involved and shit that I can't talk about, I'm guilty. I'm wrong. Me being wrong, I'm going to face the music. I'm going to go home. I'm going to address it. I'm going to make my wife feel well what's going on in the situation that I have not put us in. And I'm hoping she has a heart where she can forgive me and understand that this is not going to be a recurring thing. Allow to allow me to recover from my fucking mess of a mistake. That's what I'm trying to do, not only as a man, but in teaching a lesson to my son. When you do something wrong, stand in front of it. Stand in front of your wrong shit. Don't run away from it. That was dad's wrong shit. Well, that, there's a lot. Those are certainly all words. Right. Uh, it's, it's more. I'm trying to pull it up. Um, thoughts. <laughs> you know, like, like I had to be on Twitter on um, thoughts. Well, I try to pull up the rest of. Probably my oh, damn. I mean, I guess the best thing to do is to just like I said, the best apology is always best, but better behavior, right? Um, and so it's not up to me to be like, hey, you gotta do this or be that or whatever. Um, to be a good person in my eyes, because I'm not married to that nigga, so I don't give a fuck, like, in terms of just the raw caring about his marriage, that's not my business, but, um, at the same time, like, he is a person who has a platform that extends beyond my own nose and beyond his own nose, and as such, um, it's good that he seems, at least on the surface, interested in being responsible. Um, now what actually happens in the long run is, of course, anybody's guess, but, um... There's more. Push pause. There's more. Okay. Uh-huh. All ears, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, he says, um, I don't like people bringing up my first marriage. I left my first marriage. I got a divorce. I filed. I'm the one who said that I won't, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not happy. Infidelity and shit was because we were both done. So I walked away from it. This time, granted, I fucked up. But in fucking up this, this, fucking this up, I'm like, I got to repair this because of what I want. This is my foundation. This is my wife, my kids. This is, I work for this. This nine plus years into this, that's the difference as a man when you want to work to fix it and you want to fight for what you have. Um, hmm. Okay. So, uh, this is more him talking about, uh, okay, this is some more. This is, uh, okay. <clears throat> this is him talking about the, the night that the, the cheating and shit happened. <clears throat> I learned my lesson. It was a gut punch from God. You're not invincible. You can't move the way you think you can move. I take it 
away like this. God, yes, you can. Jesus Christ, I'm done. Don't call me for shit. I'm going home. Don't ask. I want no parts of it. I'm 38, about to be 40 soon. I tap out. I tap out. So it was a good punch from God that made you feel like you're not invincible. So you went cheat on your wife. <laughs> okay, all right. Now here's some juice. Okay. Soldier got the juice getting money, but anyway, continue. Yeah. In the article that's written about it, it says perhaps more than the public opinion that is sometimes fairly placed on him. Mm, sometimes. Mm. Um, Kevin takes issue with the fact that his wife, Nico Hart, is subjected to harsh treatment by the public due to the rumors about her being a former mistress during he and his ex-wife's marriage. To the gospel sites, karma. Kevin hit them with a little truth. <clears throat> Quote, that woman didn't have nothing to do with my marriage. That woman didn't have nothing to do with me leaving my wife. Not nothing. I'm separated. The image that was being attempted to put to be put on this woman's back wasn't a fair image, and that's what I don't like. I don't like that because she's not that. She's nothing near that. The fact that I have a prize in finding what I feel like is an amazing fucking woman, a woman that I'm lucky to call my wife, lucky to have put up with the shit that she put up with and still allow me to say that I'm her husband, that's an amazing quality that she has that I bow down to. So the fact that people try to take that quality away and dismiss her character, that's why I almost lost it for a second. Mm. Once again, okay, nigga. <laughs> mm. I be wishing I had more to give sometimes, but like I just listen to all this and I'm just like, again, your best apology is better behavior. Don't, I don't care. Don't give it to me. That's what you need. Yeah, I think like that's also the thing where it's like, and that that's kind of the thing that again like. Talking about Jay Z too for like I mean four forty four was cool but it's also like one um, one is like you needed these reminders to be like hey maybe I should stop being a piece of shit to my wife I don't know like <laughs> you know what I mean and then two it's like yeah, like if you have to constantly talk about your girlfriend obviously they're celebrities and it's a little bit different than you know the average person but still like if you constantly have to talk about your growth like are you really growing? You know what I mean? Like, the best growth has changed behavior, and the way Kevin has been kind of framing it is kind of almost like, it's kind of how, like, Chris Rock does his comedy about marriage and stuff, and about, you know, his, his him, his bouts with cheating with his wife. I mean, the nigga made a whole ass movie, I think I love my wife. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like almost, almost self-fulfilling prophecy, almost, like, kind of like victimization is like, um, oh, like, I did do this, y'all, but I'm a man, and I'm the real victim. I'm still growing. And it's like, are you, though? Are you really? Are you really? Hmm. Hmm. But, yeah, I I think we talked about this before on the show about Kevin Hart. Like, nigga, don't apologize to us. Just go be better to your wife. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, we, at this point, we don't need to know. And honestly, I don't think many people care at this point. Like, just go be the husband to your wife and, and a father to your kids and shit. Like, we don't like it, it, we don't care that much, Kevin. Oh, Kevin! Why are all Kevin so annoying? Why is Kevin Durant so annoying? You uh, hilarious, hilarious. Uh, so that's it. Um, well, not the it, but we are gonna wrap up here. But we're gonna give y'all some misconnections. Um, uh, and we're gonna get up out of here. Um, we are doing these from um Florida because um with the with the recent epidemic of Florida man. Um and all the crimes and bad things happening in Florida because of Florida man. Um, we decided to Florida man. Flo all right, all right, all right. So we are going to. What's going on with you, Florida oh, man? 
Right. I'm just trying to get on, man. I hate you so much. Uh, we're going to do these from uh, the capital of Florida, um, Tallahassee. Uh, you know you know what, though? Honestly, I'm like, mm, I, mm, I don't, I mean, no shade, but I don't see why someone like maybe Miami isn't the capital of Florida. But, you know, I mean, hey, you know, not my state, not my state. Not my state, not my rules, not my state. Um, but anyway, I'm so just yeah. trying to get in trouble for something dumb, Florida man. The, all right, okay. So, misconnections, Tallahassee, Florida. Let's go. <clears throat> Misconnection one, <clears throat> Muffin. I'm trying to reconnect with you, Muffin. I don't know if you still be on here, but I want to see yo again at least one more time. We had great times, but it was short lived. I still remember where you stay at. If you want me over, I also have a car now, so you don't have to pick me up. I miss you, you. You are a Ebo Nye, BBW, Mature Women, 5-4, hit me up. This is Joe. And, yes, that was all one big-ass run-on sentence. <laughs> no situation <laughs> in this motherfucker whatsoever. <laughs> like one big-ass, one, like one big-ass long drive down in Sky Country or some shit. This no is Joe's feet. killing me inside, by the way. The, the whole, some big ass. Lord, I caught the hiccups. Shit. <laughs> but, alrighty. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing this dude writing this. This is Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Joe, you know that Joe worked like in the meat department at Kroger. This, this, this is Willie Brown, Willie, the cousin of Willie James. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Next misconnection. <clears throat> you came into my work this morning. All right, we're off to a rousing start. Right. Don't want to say too much or give. <clears throat> Read these as is. Don't want to say too much to give myself away on here, but you came into my work this morning for for a appointment. I don't normally do this, but there's something about you. I literally cannot help help myself. You, your curves, your eyes. I had this very hard time concentrating on work. I'm really attracted to you, and it's animally stock. Like, I just what? want to... I'm reading these as is. I'm reading these as is. I know. Like, I just wanted you to... Like, I just wanted to sneak you into an unused room, turn off that flowery dress right off, and have my way with you. I know you married, and I know you'll probably never see this, but I couldn't help it. You were kind of smiling in me, too. I'm sure that that was just you being a nice person, probably, but it also felt like kind of neither of wanted us to break our contact. So if this is you, I guess, reply with where I work. I can't stop thinking about you. This is nuts. The end. I love how he's trying to get some married pussy, but he don't. <laughs> I love how you trying to get some married pussy on Christmas. That is hilarious. I love how he's trying to get some pussy, but don't have great subject verb agreement. That is absolutely amazing. You are doing amazing, sweetie. Everything is funny. Everything is funny. Jesus Christ. Jesus and the Christ. All right. Last one. 
<laughs> Y'all, I'm so sorry. I, 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 caught, I caught a bad case of the Gordon giggles there. It's fine. It's fine. Um. All right. Okay. Let's let's go. Let's go. Last one. Then we're gonna get up out of here. We are doing great on time, actually. Um. Capital city gal to help. <clears throat> Desiring female. Wait, 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 wait. Run up by me again. I, I missed it when you. All right. Capital city gal to help. Okay. Mm-hmm. Desiring female to assist in experiencing dressing female. Interested in submitting to what you ask for me to wear and do. Would. Would submit to spanking if required. Curious to experience this with adventurer of some some soul. Yes, I said that exactly how the fuck they got it for spell in this damn misconnection. Would you would you help me experience this? I am straight and have always been curious. Well, okay. Um, it, I always been curious to what it is like. I'm outgoing, fun to be with, and the right person will have fun doing this with me. And smile, please. Let's chat if you will. I particularly, I particular want to experience the griddle and ho- and hose heels, and to be asked to wear a fun fitting dress. I would submit to go out if you will, please as well. Signed, Will. Now, obviously, let me go ahead and put my my transgender cap on real quick. Um, on the surface, there there's there's not there's not a whole hell of a lot right about this. There's not a whole lot wrong with it either. Um, it is perfectly fine and within reason to want to explore one's feminine desires. That's how I got here. Um, right. I think my issue is more that it instantly jumps into like all of the things you want this person to do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, they, have, they have the age and the misconnection, if that makes it any better, but the age is, Will's age is 55. Okay. Um, I mean, that, that changes very little, but it does change a little bit. Um, you know, like the whole, like, I'm going to submit to spanking, like, come on. Like, that's that's not a necessary subtext for exploring your femininity. Um, right. I think that's where it kind of lost me. was like, mm. it's almost she's it's almost like they treat like exploring femininity, femininity is like a, a fetish. And many do that. And again, I don't begrudge anyone that necessarily, but it's like how they got it worded. Right, like you've laid everything out here, like, like instead of instead of exploration, this is kind of like a destination. Right, like when 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 I was going through like my early phases of like exploring femininity, like I wanted, you know, my homegirls or whoever to help me learn how shit fit, and you know, let's go shopping for more things, and maybe let's get our nails done, and you know, stuff like that. Like, it never crossed into the realm of like, hey, this has to be sexual. Like, this has to be like. I have to get off some way about this. And to the same degree that, again, I don't generally like to yuck anyone's yum. Um, what winds up happening is this really easy line to be drawn through a guy wanting to explore his feminine desires immediately gets that dot connected to um, wants to do this for fetish reasons. And for me personally, it was never, ever about that. Like, right. I, I can say, yo, it feels sexy as fuck to, like, you know, have legs shaved and, you know, put on some fly, you know, like, freaking dress or whatever and have the heels going and just, like, be popping, right? Like, there's there's this particular joy that one can feel from that and to say categorically and objectively, I feel sexy right now. Like, that shit is dope. Um, but again, like, that, that I feel sexy and that I must be humiliated or spanked, like, that's... They, they don't go hand in hand and we have, like... 
eons of proof of that because women have expressed themselves in conventionally sexy and unconventionally sexy ways for a long time. And, um, you know, one of the things you talk about is like, just because a woman looks a certain way doesn't mean that she's subject, uh, subjecting herself to a particular type of treatment. Um, you know, she can have all her legs out as much as, you know, as much as she wants to show up to the top of the thigh and, you know, shoulders can be out and then the bussin' bold red lipstick could just be popping and everything else could be just everything you think of when you think of like a sexy person in, in that sense. Um, but again, none of it means any sort of consent to any sort of given thing. And again, where it, where it's cosmetically damaging to like the gender non-conforming, non-binary, trans, cross-dressing, whatever community is that those people invariably wind up like turned into one and the same. Like when I was still just kind of outing myself to friends like gently originally at first, you know, a lot of them were like, well, I didn't know you did drag. And I'm like, I, I didn't know I did drag. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like drag requires a whole other set of skills, almost none of which I have. Um, I'm just trying to be cute out Cheney Street sometimes. And now, like, that's that's my permanent mood, I guess you'd say. But um, no, I, I say it all to say that, again, like, it's, it's easy to sort of fall into that trap of, you know, um, this person who is quite clearly a man or quite clearly easily identifiable as a male-bodied person, um wants to get into like some women's clothing because they want to like get off to it. And again, that that's, that's totally fine. I just, my issue becomes, it becomes a public desire because that's already like the prevailing perception of us. And, you know, somebody will say to someone like me who intends fully to transition and has already started that process, um, will get conflated with that. And I can gently explain to someone, no, that's not my goal. Like, that's not a sexual thing for me. Like, I get dressed and like my body does nothing. Like there's no like synergistic reaction in any way to any article of clothing I have my body. Um, versus this person who quite clearly does feel that, wants to feel that, wants to experience more of it. And again, wanting to wanting that desire, like that's great. That's fine. Like I'm not gonna tell someone don't want to explore your feminine side. Don't want to express yourself as a woman. Don't want to express you know. However. Um, I just also think that that might have been something that was worth saying in the follow-up email. Like, I mean, also it's Craigslist, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, you just completely torpedoed my entire argument. Fuck. No, I mean, listen, that was a <laughs> no, this, this, that was great. That was excellent dialogue. I think that was something that needed that was needed, and 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 that was great. I just wanted to bring also. Not to counterpoint, but to also note that that is also Craigslist. <laughs> you gotta understand though, when 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 we say "but damn it, it's Craigslist," it certainly feels like a counterpoint. I know it's not kind of a but it's like, why are we even doing this? Like with Zoom camera, we out, and at the end of the day, we're making fun of people on Craigslist, and that's all it ever has been, um, regardless of any given person's chosen gender identity or desire to temporarily or permanently express or anything of the sort. Um, again, it just, it just stuck a steak knife dead in the middle of my... You know. <laughs> Yo, it's a... T- you, put a you put a steak knife in my cereal bowl, fam. Like, why, why, why would you do that? Why did you do that? Did you do that? <laughs> Yo, listen. It was a teachable moment from Craigslist. <laughs> <sighs> Can't really argue with that now, can I? <laughs> I mean, in fairness, we've had teachable moments from Craigslist on the show before, in fairness. <laughs> we have. 
Uh, yeah. It ain't been many, but we. <laughs> Okay, uh, but but uh, in all seriousness, though, that that was that was excellent dialogue. Uh, whew, all right, oh man, <laughs> but that's why that's why we do. It. Listen, sometimes good things can come from crazy. It ain't me. Sometimes they can. Yes, yeah. That, that, don't, don't count on these. Don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stop perusing Craigslist for teachable moments. No, <laughs> no, that's that's not why. <laughs> that, that is that is not. I'm, I'm on Craigslist to browse the free shit uh, pages every once in a while and to laugh. Let's be oh. honest. Y'all, y'all remember the misconnection I read? I'm, I'm there to laugh. Yes, yes. One of the greatest misconnections we had on this goddamn show since we started doing this segment. In fact, it's time to go check Portland because I actually made two social appearances this weekend. Um, so yeah, no, it's time to go check Craigslist misconnections and see if someone saw me out somewhere. And <laughs> hilarious. Oh man. <laughs> but uh, with that, I think um, we have. Given a pretty good show, um, I think that's it. Um, yeah, we we gave him a little over an hour. Um, yeah, we doing good on time. Uh, so with that, I think we can wrap up. Um, you got anything to wrap up and say to the people? Yeah, really quickly. Um, I fucking love being trans. Don't ever try to weaponize this shit against me. Um, I know that people are still coming to grips that trans people exist. That trans people like still deserve the right to life, love, and the pursuit of happiness and liberty and all of the happy shit. Um, the thing that's never going to work and the thing that's always like, I don't dignify it with the response, but like I see it and I see it in people's faces and, you know, in, in ways that, that people have expressed some sort of disdain for the fact that I decided to transition. Like that was a me decision. It wasn't a you decision. It wasn't an anyone else decision. Um, people will have to make their way around it as they do. And since you got to make your way around it anyway, you might as well just err on the side of kindness. Might as well err on the side of, well, I'll just let her do what she wants to. I'll let her do what she needs to. Um, if if you can't be supportive or if you can't continue to be friendly, or if you can't start to be friendly or if you just can't wrap your head around it. Like, I don't know. I think I've been a net positive, a good person all this time. And yes, that's fine and good and all. But like now the real me is showing and there is a glow attached to me right now. Um, these past few months, um, again, culminating with the decision to come out and be full time and properly get this transition moving, um, has been like some of the longest sustained joy I've ever felt. And again, one who tries to weaponize that against the person feeling such joy is only going to look like the fool twice. So let me live, you know, dap me up, hug me, let's be friends, you know. I'm still the same awesome me that I was. It's just, you know, I look different now and I obviously, again, feel different and I express myself differently, but it's still me. Um, and doing this was necessary because it was time to answer my truest self and it was time to be who I felt I wanted to be for a long time. Um, and if total fucking strangers can do it, you can do it too. Um, and I'm not saying you, Jeremy, I'm saying like you person who may be listening to this brief rant that I'm getting off here. Um, and yeah, um, that's that's really all I got. Um, I'm out here just trying to keep it looking wonderful and feeling good, and I am succeeding at it. So get on board or get off board. But if you're gonna get off board, get off board and let me be. Um, don't get off board and when your little mouth on the sideline, it's a real sideline commentary or whatever. Because again, that's not gonna be a thing that ends well for you. And again, it doesn't have to necessarily be me like spouting off and going at you anyway, because 
I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let me live in my life in my best damn version of myself ever. Um, tell a story there. So, yeah. And um, never forget that um, y'all ugly. And oh my God, y'all ugly. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I think that's a great way to end the podcast off. Uh, we will see you all next week. Uh, don't be weird on Al Green's internet. Um, and um, uh, get you some chicken. Yes, chicken. Um, but also get you some chicken and nuance. Some, some good sense. That too, also as well. Um, and some uh, discernment. And, and go get you some sunlight. The, the daylight saving is on. We got an extra hour of sun now. Um, quit bitching about the hour of sleep you lost. It, it, it's gonna be Wednesday at least by the time you hear this. Go to sleep early one night. Wake up. Wake up with the sun. Get used to it. It's great. This is why summer's the best. Mm. uh, Get you some sleep. But, yeah, we'll be back next week, y'all. Peace. Goodbye. I know you ain't.